You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You need to, you need to know what's happening. It's, 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 it's time to get in the huddle with Carl Dukes and Brian Baldinger. Back for another edition of In the Huddle. Carl Dukes, put him up, along with my man, Brian Baldinger, Jason Lock on four, part of this podcast as well, guys. And we are at a stage now that things have calmed down just a little bit. But guys, it's the NFL. Stuff is always happening, and we're always looking and seeing what's going on around the league. And Baldy, I think there are, I don't know, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, maybe seven teams specifically in the loaded AFC that have a real chance to make a Super Bowl. And when I use, you know, seven or eight teams, I don't think that's an over-exaggeration. So I want to talk a little bit about this, Baldy, because we talked about it before free agency and the draft, and now all that's played out. And I don't know if your opinion has changed with any of this. Do you believe the Chiefs are still the best team? And, and, you know, in the AFC, is anyone come close to the Chiefs right now? No, no. Right now, they're out front. Because of what they have done, who they have, who the coach is, I mean, they're going for their eighth straight division title. I mean, they're the, they're the New England Patriots right now. Mm. They're going for their eighth. So you go, okay, you know, we thought the AFC West was just going to be loaded last year, and, you know, here's Devontae Adams coming, and here's Russell Wilson, and Justin Herbert's in his third year, all this stuff, and nothing changed. Nothing. They they ran right through that division. The, the, the Chargers off uh, – Chargers couldn't run the ball at all. Defense was horrible at times. I mean, Russell Wilson was a disaster. Uh, you know, coaching change, one one and done for Nathaniel Hackett. Um, the Raiders were as disappointing a team as there was in football last year. Uh, they had the rushing champion in Josh Jacobs, and you couldn't really point, and Max Crosby continued to elevate. But outside of that, there wasn't really much to talk about. Uh, so – they're out front in their own division. Everybody's looking up at them. I don't know that anybody closed the gap on them. And so when you win the division and you're going to have a good record, I don't know if they're going to be the number one seed, but they're going to have a good enough record, um, you know, to have a home playoff game. And, you know, going to Arrowhead, like, look, teams have gone there. Cincinnati went there one, two years ago. You can knock them off there. It's not invincible, but it certainly is a whole lot better playing at home, whether it's the first round or – second round if buy or not buy, um, you know, for the Chiefs. So, you know, they, they have a two-game postseason to the Super Bowl or a three-game postseason to the Super Bowl. I mean, that's, that's kind of what their season is. If they finish 12-5 and five or 14-3, and three, I don't even think it's going to make a difference. They're going to win the division, and then they go from there. They know it's all about the postseason. Baldy, who's the biggest threat, though, for them? Is it Bills? Is it still Bengals? Is it Jacksonville who went in there and played really well, although they're young but talented? 
Is it the Ravens now that they've got all this, you know, situated with Lamar and Odell Beckham and Zay Flowers? Who is the team that's the threat to the Chiefs in the AFC that we think, hey, we've got a bunch of teams that are, are contenders? Well, uh, I would say Cincinnati. I mean, just the Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes matchup. You know, it's going to be Brady and, and Manning, you know, for the next decade. They're going to find a way to get those guys playing against each other every year. You have to. It's just, just, it's just too entertaining. The level of play is just too good. Um, Cincinnati, look, they lost their safeties, but, you know, Luana Rumo and what they did in the draft, they drafted Dax Hill the year before. They knew they were going to lose. They knew they were going to lose Jesse Bates eventually. They just weren't going to pay him what other teams were willing to pay him. So, but they, they've been planning for it. They, they've gotten a whole lot smarter as an organization. Mm. And um, did they overpay for Zeus to protect Joe Burrow? Well, if Joe Burrow is better protected and lines up for 17 weeks, um, even if Zeus struggles at times, like if he lines up for 17 and they're in the playoffs, he did his job. You know, that's that's ultimately what it comes down to. Is can, can we get Joe Burrow 17 starts and get to the postseason? I think they're still the best challenge because they do present some, some different things defensively that gives the Chiefs difficulties and problems. And so uh, I think that's probably the number one. We got to see if Buffalo is still climbing or did they plateau last year? We don't, we don't really know. You know, we don't know what the Jets are going to be. We go through all these teams. Um, if you say Baltimore and everybody was like, well, they got Lamar's got all these weapons. All right, great. Let's see how they use them. <laughs> because we haven't seen it. Like I see him throw to Mark Andrews. I haven't seen him really throw to anybody else. Like I know Odell is a highly competitive guy. Highly competitive. And he's smart. And so, but he hasn't played in two years, Carl. Come right. on. I mean, like, right. I don't know what he's going to be. Like, I know he's not what we saw in 2014 and 15. I know he's not that guy. I don't know what he's going to Zay Flowers is, you know, we got to see. Rookie receivers, do they need a redshirt year? Do they figure it out right away? What does the new offense coordinator do? How, how's this offense going to look? Are they really going to say that Lamar's not going to run it as much as he did? Like, I don't believe that yet. But so there's a lot of questions in a lot of these teams. In Baltimore, there's a lot of questions, Carl. Baldy, who let, – let, let's take a look at the bottom half of these standings, just based on what we know from last year. Carl Dukes, Brian Baldinger, it's in the huddle, guys. We talk all things NFL. Subscribe, like us. We put new episodes out on Tuesday, Thursdays. And uh, if something happens, obviously we jump on and we talk about it. But bottom feeders, okay, just AFC. We're in the AFC right now, guys. Chiefs, still the team to beat. Bills, Bengals, right there. Are they going to compete to beat them? We'll see. Um, the Broncos and the Browns, and I'm just looking at the standings. They were the bottom feeders last year, right? How much of a jump are they going to take? How much of a jump with Sean Payton with the Broncos – and a, a healthy Deshaun Watson, a full offseason with Nick Chubb in the backfield. H how much of a jump are they going to take? Because here's the thing, Baldy, you know as well as I do, some of these teams we're talking about are going to fall, and some of these teams are going to rise. If you were to ask me right now, I would think the Broncos and the Browns would be two of those teams. I don't expect a lot from the Colts or the Texans. I still think they'll be you know, having a top-10 pick at the end of next season when we get back to the spring. But the Browns, that's a playoff-loaded team. 
that had quarterback issues and the Broncos. I don't know what the hell happened, but Sean Payton, his track record tells me they're going to be a better team. Yeah, I agree. I agree with both those teams. I think, like, if I start with Cleveland, I mean, Deshaun Watson, like, I, I, I heard some of the things he said before. You know, he took over against Houston in week 11 or 12 or whatever it was last year. And he's like, it's like riding a bike. And I'm like, no, it's not like riding a bike, Deshaun. This is – it's not. I mean, riding a bike, we all remember how to do that. Um, two years away from the football field on a new team in a new system, a new way of doing things, there was a lot of rust. But I but I, I feel like the past, I don't know if it's ever going to completely go away, Carl. Like, it's, it, there's a stain there. It's, it's pretty severe. But as far as being able to go play quarterback, he should get back to his ways this year. And they just picked up Zedarius Smith. They picked up Oko, Okoronkwo. Um, Dalvin Tomlinson to go with Miles Garrett. They, they were awful uh, in parts of their defense last year. Their secondary could be amongst the best. Nick Chubb, I just saw him squat 650 pounds, Carl. I don't know how he does it, but he's a freak. Like he's a, he's 230 pounds. He's a freak. Like if there's one place that knows what a freak looks like at running back, it's Cleveland. You know, you know, from the days of Jim Brown to Nick Chubb, that's a pretty good. It's a, and a lot of guys in between. Pretty good idea that Brown fans and the Browns know what a good running back, a star running back looks like. They should be very good, Carl. Like, I don't think that Cincinnati, they played week one, Cincinnati, Cleveland. I mean, I think Cleveland's going to beat them. So I think they're, they're going to be right there. They're going to be right there in that division. And I don't know, maybe it's just everybody's going to, and I think Pittsburgh's going to be good, really good. That division is going to be – that could be the toughest division in football. And then I just watched Sean Payton. I've known Sean since he was with Ray Rose in Philadelphia, 19 – I don't know, 95, 96, whatever it was. I mean, I've seen Sean from the beginning. Like, that guy knows how to put an offense together. Yeah. Like, whatever Russell Wilson was last year, Sean Payton is going to mold him, guide him, coach him, and – Get the best out of them, whatever that is. Like, I think we're going to see a market improvement offensively, what they do. So, and defensively, they've been very good. So, I think both those teams take a big jump this year. What, are they playoff teams? I don't know. They, You know, they're looking up at really good teams at the top of their divisions. Um, you know, can the, the AFC West and the AFC North, can they get two teams into the playoffs? Probably. Probably both can get two. Maybe one of them gets three. I don't know. But I think both teams could get two in, and certainly they're capable of doing it. Yeah, Baldy, it's – and I'm with you about playoffs. I mean, that's that's tough, especially with knowing that the Chiefs have owned that division. So the Broncos would have to win 10 or more games, in my opinion, to have an opportunity to get in, even though playoffs have expanded. But I just expect them to be better, and that's kind of where I'm at with the Browns and the Broncos. As we're talking about, guys, basically – just a, a look at the loaded AFC and, and how this may shape out. And we'll see as we get to camp and all of that stuff, what changes. But right now, this is where we're at. And, you know, everybody expects the Jets to take that next step. It's a seven-win football team. How many wins do they need to get? You know, are they going to win four more games this year with Aaron Rodgers as quarterback? I think that's the the, the presumption, right, that, that they're going to win 11 games. Well, you know, look, they were seven and four when they beat the Chicago Bears at home last year. They went to 7-4. and four. First time they had seven wins since, like, 2015. 
Um, and they didn't win another game. The quarterback play was just atrocious. Sure. But they they were got to seven and four. They had beaten Buffalo in one of their best wins that they've had in recent. That was a, a good Buffalo team, but they they ran the ball down their throats at the end of the game. They played keep away from Josh Allen. They took the ball away from Josh Allen. Um, Quinn Williams was just an absolute force. And that was without, you know, basically playing without a quarterback. So they're going to be better, Carl. But the Dolphins are going to be better. Yeah. They're just going to be better. Like, we can't, nobody can have a conversation about the AFC and the playoff picture without talking about both the Jets and uh, the Dolphins at this point. You just can't do it. And I don't know what the Patriots are. We don't think they're anything like they had been with Tom Brady. But defensively, they're going to be a very good football team. They got themselves a great corner. They had a great system. They've got, you know, some really star defensive players. We got to see what the offense is going to look like. It looks pedestrian to me. But, you know, this Dolphins team, Vic Fangio makes a difference. In two different places, Carl, in two, two different stops in this league, Chicago and San Francisco, his defenses have led the league in takeaways. Yeah. Now, you you look at what Jalen Phillips is going to be this year. That guy is going to break out. Like, he's going to be a breakout. Javon Holland, we'll see what Chubb looks like. Christian Wilkins, you know, they, they rebuilt the linebacking core. Jalen Ramsey, like, like, they should be a top five defense if they stay healthy. They should be top five. And if Tua stays, if he can stay healthy, fingers crossed, like, gosh, that, that, that offense should be dynamic again. So – and then I, I'm going to be at the Jets. Aaron Rodgers, I think, has been there every day, Carl. Like, he's yeah. into it. Yeah. Um, he's bonding with these young guys. I didn't know that he could do that, if he was going to do that. But he's with Sauce. He's with these Garrett Wilson. He's Like, Garrett Wilson is going to remind him of Devontae Adams. You know, like, that's how he's going to feed him. He's going to remind him because that's what I thought Garrett Wilson was coming out of Ohio State. Like, this is going to be Devontae, the way he – He's just poetry in motion. Like this, it's, I mean, every one of these games are going to be, we said this last year about the AFC West, but I really believe this about the AFC. This is going to be must-see TV and all these matchups every week, Carl. And whether they're the 4 o'clock matchup or the Sunday night matchup or third, like these matchups are, like the eyeballs are going to be on it. We're, we're going to get entertained. 